from Los Angeles. This is the Echelon Radio Network. Hi, this is Jerry Hemsworth with the Echelon Radio Podcast, and today I'm sitting with Dina Klotz. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here because you're a relatively new member to Echelon, correct? Correct, yes. Okay, so... When I met you, I was immediately impressed by A, what you do, and how you got to what you do. So you're with Lagerloff, which Correct. is a law firm. Tell us about what you do and tell us about Lagerloff. Sure. So Lagerloff is the largest and oldest law firm in Pasadena. In Pasadena. Largest Correct. and oldest. Correct. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And... What's been interesting is it's kind of had a rebranding. I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly the year. I want to say somewhere around 2020. Uh-huh. And a bunch of smaller firms have merged into Lagerloff. And it's um, got an infusion of, of younger uh, attorneys. Oh, we have kind of cool. Yeah. We have about 100 people, about 50-ish attorneys and 50 mm-hmm. staff. Mm-hmm. Um and we're a full-service law firm, so we do estate planning and trust administration, which is what I do. Mm-hmm. We have real estate. We have corporate. We have public agency. We have litigation. Wow. Um, I believe bankruptcy. So we're a full-service firm. Right. Um, and one of the things I think, Lagerloft has been a really special place. I'm really happy to be there one of the firms that merged in, uh-huh. one of the managing partners, when they were a smaller firm, would make breakfast for the firm every Friday. No way. So now we've merged, and there's about 100 people at the uh-huh. firm. Uh-huh. Every Friday morning, he still comes no. to the office with a couple other support staff. They don't even bring in breakfast. Literally makes breakfast You're every Friday me. for whoever wants a fresh cooked breakfast to hang out together and connect. Is that rooted in in something in in his past? Or? I don't know where it started. It's just when I heard uh-huh. it, I uh-huh. was so impressed. And I think that that whole feeling right, kind right. of permeates the law firm. It's right. When I went, and I don't go to the Pasadena office all the time, but I try to go uh-huh. a couple every couple of weeks. Right. And a paralegal who I ran into there, she was... She knew I was new, and she mm-hmm. said to me she's worked a lot of places mm-hmm. and that this has been her favorite place to work. And I just think that overall yeah, feeling of, you know, we care, mm-hmm. and this isn't just a place where we're going to work you to death. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's been a really special place. I'm really happy to be there. Yeah, and and you have talked about being there, but you don't work, as you mentioned, in the Pasadena office. Why not? Correct. So one of the things Lagerloft has been looking to do is to expand. Okay. And so um, prior to me coming on, they did have a Seattle office. Oh. So uh-huh. um, there was the Pasadena office, and then we had a, a small office in Seattle. Uh-huh. And um, they were looking to merge. And so they opened an Encino office, mm-hmm. and they hired me to run, manage, and grow the Encino office. Mm. And actually... I think I can be saying this. We're about to open a South Bay office. Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, so well, that's got to be exciting. Yeah, so we're growing um, in in a really healthy way, and yeah. So I personally work mm-hmm. in the Encino office, and in mm-hmm. our office, there is myself, another attorney, and one support staff. Gotcha. However, I do 
everything with the Pasadena office. They like to say it's kind of like I'm down the hall, not (laughs) not down the freeway. I love that. I love that. And you mentioned that you're estate planning. Yes. Um, Trusts, estates, probates, all that stuff. Do you litigate or not litigate? I don't do any litigation. I'm purely transactional. And the other thing that I do a lot of is I do a lot of trust administration. Okay, Um, You know, a lot of attorneys do estate planning and will dabble in a trust administration when a client dies. Mm -hmm. My practice is just as heavy in trust administration as it is on the estate planning side. Mm -hmm. And I do think it's something that stands out because I correct a lot of mistakes that people do and a lot of people who do none at the first death um, they're just not aware that something needs to be done right so I do a lot on the trust administration side which I really enjoy that's your favorite part right I really enjoy it because there's a lot of interaction with the clients a lot so I really enjoyed that part of my practice and then I'm 50% of my practice is also estate planning Um, so it's it's a nice balance. And then I personally am also managing the office and we're looking to grow it and I'm out here doing business development and, sure. you know, so creating the, the um, letting people know about Lagerloff in our community, because as I said, Pasadena, it's very well known, but kind of we're spreading the, the word about Lagerloff. How, how does it feel for you personally to have, be entrusted you know, they say, hey, you'd be perfect to head up our Encino office and grow it. Is that rewarding? And, and is it, it's got to be a little bit scary because this isn't something that you do all the time. So um, it's an interesting question. It actually brings tears to my eyes. Oh. It, it's been really rewarding. I have a very interesting history. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know at some point we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. But I had a career. And then I took a break from my career to stay home and raise my kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I went back to school and had another career and have come back to practicing law and even just working full-time. So making a transition from being a stay-at-home mom to being a full-time. And even in my prior career, I didn't do that full-time. My my full-time job was always being a mom, and Mm -hmm. I dabbled in things. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not too long that I've been back working Mm full-time. And then to have somebody come in and say, we're going to trust you to do this. You're exactly who we're looking for because of all of these things, including the fact that I was a stay-at-home mom. I think that's part of the overall package. Um, wow. And it was when I got this job, there there was something very empowering about it. And it, it's actually changed my life. Like the opposite, sometimes, you know, you do something, you change your life, and then you get the job. For me, getting this job has changed me as a person. That, I, I, I can't, I, that is just probably um, the best thing to feel after you look back and you, and you look at where you are today and you can say, this is what changed me. Yeah. This was, this is a very powerful moment in my life. And I think, especially us women, we tend to look back and go, okay, how did we get here? Right. And, and it, it, there's a lot of meaning. Well, and that somebody took a chance on me. They saw in me something that I maybe hoped was there, but wasn't sure. Um, and that somebody could look at me and say, yes, she can do this. Even though I had never managed anything, I've never done business development before. You know, I had done the estate planning part. Like, so the technical aspects of what I was doing Mm -hmm. that I, that I had experience in, Mm -hmm. but all the rest of it has just been learning as I go. Um, and to have somebody look at me and say, we know she'll be able to figure this out. 
Uh, that was huge. It's a lot of trust. Yeah. Yeah. And you handle some pretty large clients. I mean, your clients aren't all small, Correct. You know, small estates. So what size clients are do you really love working with? You know, it's so funny. You get asked that a lot. And what's yeah. interesting in, in my perfect, per, uh, particular field is people identify themselves as the size of the estate that they work for. You know, mm-hmm. so some people say mm-hmm. I work with, you know, a couple million dollars and under really small mm-hmm. estates. And then sure. some people will say I work with estates five to 20 million. And then right. some people will say 20 to 50 and then some ultra wealthy. I have literally worked on estates as small as a half a million dollars mm-hmm. to literally ha- half a billion dollars. Wow. So the range of clients that I've worked with is vast. Um, for me, what I love about my profession is the relatability, working with the clients, the relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not about the size of the estate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really about, do I really connect with this client and can I help them? Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer your question, probably my favorite client is a youngish couple that has a house that probably has maybe call it $5 million ish, Mm -hmm. um, has maybe their first child or, you know, one or two kids have never had an estate plan. So I'm actually teaching them the value of what they're doing they're looking to me for the guidance. Um, and so it's, again, somebody's not just coming in and I'm just drafting a trust for them. We're mm-hmm. actually having conversations. Yeah. Um, that's probably my very, very favorite, but you can have it in other situations. I have a client right now who is on a second marriage. Mm-hmm. He's got two adult kids and really wants to try to find a way that it's fair for his current wife and for his kids. Mm-hmm. And really... I've had a half a dozen conversations with him. We've rewritten his trust a half a dozen times mm-hmm. because it's really working with him to figure out how we can meet his goals and make everyone comfortable with the situation. So mm-hmm. it's funny. In some ways, those are the clients I lose money on because I spend right. so much time with them. However, it's the client that fills my heart. And that's what you love. Yeah. that's And, and I, you mentioned briefly... Um, relating to clients. What career did you have before law? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, as I said, I stayed home. And at a certain point, I, um, I went back to school and I got a master's in marriage and family therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was both to do work on myself. Mm-hmm. It had to do with my fascination with couples and relationships. Um, I just find relationships in general fascinating. And that just has to tee you up for exactly what you're doing right right now. Right. And so I went back and I got my degree and I specialized in working with couples. Mm -hmm. I actually was, um, I I got a a certification in a specific type of couples therapy called Imago and, um, which is very communication based Mm -hmm. and really, really worked with primarily couples, um, and relationships and people in that area. So that, works very well in my current profession. Oh, I, I I almost think many attorneys should have yeah. something, you know, be trained in a lot of that. Yeah. It gives me a really unique skill set in working with yes. clients that aren't just yes. coming in your first marriage, one kid. But, you know, it, even then, so I have this young couple where they, you know, 
whose family do they name as guardian? Whose family becomes the trustee? And so this is the conversation, and they're tricky conversations. So just having the ability to step back and not look at it just from an estate planning point of Mm -hmm. view, but to really dig in with them, what does this mean? What does this look like? Relationships, big time, big time. And you also know real estate. Yeah, so in that time that I was staying home, my mom was in the real estate field, Mm -hmm. and so... You know, I thought this could be fun. Plus, my ex-husband and I would buy and sell a lot of houses for ourselves. We were moving a lot. So I got my real estate, li- well, my broker's license. Sure. And dabbled in it personally mm-hmm. until, I can't remember what year that it was, but at some point um, for a while, I did work within the real estate field out in Calabasas. So you've got real estate in your <laughs> background. Yeah. You've got couple relationships, you know, in your knowledge and law. And that makes you in my book, like a powerhouse. Thank you. I mean, really, truly, Dina, I hope you take time to go, yeah, I got this. And that's what you bring. I'm, I'm, I know it with not even knowing the firm. Lagerloff probably saw that one. Yeah, we need this. Thank you. I, I do think it is Again, different people have different things that stand out. Mm -hmm. Often it's the size of the estate that they work with. Mm -hmm. I have that, but I do think that that's, not even do I think, I know because I've been told, it is that element that I bring into the room, the relatability, the genuineness is which brought me into being the therapist. It's those skills to really be able to listen in a way that I think people don't know how to listen, that clients walk out of my office feeling really cared for, heard, the documents, a lot of us can draft the documents, you know, that that's not, it, yeah. you have to learn how to do it, but yeah. that's not yeah. something that's brain science, you know. Um, the rest of it is, I do think, what I bring to the table. And to your point, being entrusted with that mm-hmm. has helped integrate it into me that it's real. You know, I, on one level, you know it's there, but that other people are recognizing it and seeing it and walking out of my office I'm, I now realize yeah. what a special skill set that is. And everything leading to this point yeah. has been a building block. Yeah. Which is amazing when you yeah. when you look back. And um, you're also outgoing. I mean, Thank you're you. very easy to chat with. You're easy to approach. And um, we were also just briefly talking about what you like to do when you're not working. And you mentioned mountain biking and biking and that you like to be outdoors and active, physically active. Have you always been that way even since, ever since you were a kid? I've always been physical. Mm-hmm. My mom, for people who are older, will remember the Jane Fonda days. Of course. So my yeah, mom used to go to Jane Fonda's exercise class with Jane Fonda, Ooh. and I would sit in the corner of the studio when I was a little kid. So I think this idea of exercise was always integrated into my life. And so I've always exercised, not outdoors per se, but uh-huh. exercise has always been a part of my life. And then it was funny, right after law school, um, and I just started practicing, I wasn't even, I think maybe I had just gotten married. Uh-huh. I was like, I need something. Uh-huh. And I don't know why, I just saw something on the California AIDS ride. I think it was the second AIDS oh. ride they ever had from San Francisco to LA. Yeah, that's and big. all of a sudden, impulsively, I'm just like, I'm going to do that. Oh. I didn't even own a bike. Oh. I hadn't been on a bike since I was a kid. 
And I'm like, that sounds fun. <laughs> and you had to raise money. I think oh back then God. you had to raise $7,000. I had never asked somebody, maybe it was 3500 I don't remember what the uh, number was, but uh. I'd never asked people for money. Mm. So now I have to go ask people for money and learn how to ride a bike clipped in and the oh, whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that started my love of cycling, which I put on hold while my kids were young because it's uh-huh. just such a dangerous yeah. sport. Yeah. Um, and then took it up again later. But... Um, I think for me, I'm sitting at a desk all day. And so as soon as I'm out of away from my desk, I just want to be outside. You just gotta I go. want to be at the beach. I want to be riding. I want to be hiking. I want to just, I just want to be in nature with my phone off. And you said dancing. Dancing's... I love to go out dancing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, you can find me anytime Boogie yeah. Nights is playing or Spasmatics yep. at the Canyon Club. You'll find yes. me there with my Converse yes. on. On the yeah, dance look for the converse. Night. Yeah, yeah, the little sparkly dress in the converse. That's me. That is, <laughs> and that is so you. We were just talking about that. Yeah, that is your personality. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, you have a group of friends you do game night with. Yeah, what type of games? Sure. Is it board games? Yeah, and, yeah. So, I think again that relatability is also who I am mm. personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say I'm a social. I'm a social introvert because I recharge alone, but I'm very social. But because of that, I like intimate uh-huh. gatherings. Yeah, small. So I'll have, you know, maybe 10 or 12 friends over. We get dinner mm-hmm. and I rotate kind of who's there. So different people get to meet different people and there's always different personalities. And yeah. you guys all have to come. They're oh. really fun. Wow. And then we play categories, Pictionary, Telestration. Um, sometimes we play games that are kind of made up. Uh-huh. Um uh-huh. I'm trying to think. I mean, they're all over the place. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we pick different games and different people just get to know each other. It's great for connecting. Um, in fact, I just got a new game. We haven't played it. Mafia, which I think is a role-playing game. Oh, that could And be I haven't fun. read the directions oh. yet, so I can't op- play it till we read the directions, but that's next on my list. Oh, my gosh. That sounds yeah. great. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I believe um, like networking or when we have events at, for Echelon – and I remember our first Christmas party, um, I had little activities and yeah. games around the yard. It was at Rashan Gosnavi's uh, house in Tarzana. And we had tasting stations, but everybody, once they had, they did a tasting, there were, I had these finger clips that mm-hmm. lit up. And if you had a full hand of finger clips glowing in the night, you were taking an Uber. You know, but, I love I mean, that. It was, it was just fun, that. and right. and and that was, you know, those sort of activities. There was also uh, trivia, and mm-hmm. yeah, and there were are fun. And I love putting together prizes. You know, getting to know each other and writing down answers. And and to me, I think that makes it when it's fun. Yeah, it's not networking. It's right. just enjoying life. Right. Well, and this isn't even meant to. It truly is purely social. But the the networking that just comes out of it, and yeah, then it's natural. It's, it's also because I'm single. I've met a lot of women who are single, and what's interesting is most of them will say to me, "I don't have any other single friends," or yeah. "I don't really have anything to do." And I don't know why that is. I I'm mm-hmm. very fortunate. I have a huge friend group, mm-hmm. and so I will often say just come and then so now somebody new is integrated and they'll maybe connect with one or two people and so it's not even meant to be a personal or professional networking but it just kind of natural natural 
And that's yeah. the best kind. But I do want to say that um, in terms of Echelon, you guys have done such an amazing job of creating something that is a little different. Um, mm-hmm. If anybody goes onto LinkedIn, they'll see mm-hmm. this. Um, my Calabasas Echelon group, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've spent the summer doing our meetings on uh, boats in Westlake yeah. and tooling around. And yeah. to your point, it's a, it's networking, so lag or loss, I'm still it networking. Is, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and, um, I can attest to that. I've yeah. been to the meeting. But however, it, it creates an informality to it, yeah. and a we actually go much more the backside of the card, yeah. and it kind of has that same feel of it mm-hmm. feels like this is much more personal, and now these are people that you really want. In fact, you really want to do business with. I'm having lunch um, next week with somebody mm-hmm. who I just met mm-hmm. um, Mm-hmm. We had our, our boat night two nights ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I would have bonded with him the same mm-hmm. way that I did, but for the way that we were on the boat and just really yeah. getting to know each other. Yeah. And that was, you know, when we started Echelon, I, uh, you know, having been in multiple networking organizations and in leadership positions, um, I always wanted people to have more, you know, that, that this didn't have to be hard. It didn't have to be joyless or, oh, you know, I got to go to another meeting. And to me, um, you know, sort of bringing in that natural humanistic component is so vital. And then, of course, having the marketing background, being able right. to promote our members. Right. That, to me, it's not difficult. Like doing what we're doing right now, this is fun. This is not just, oh, I, 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 oh, I got to put this down and, okay, I, got, I guess I'll go do this now, you know, kind of thing. And and I got to a point in my life where I said, I don't want to do that anymore. And I don't think I want my members to have to feel that way. So that's why, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, it's, no, I, I, I am also in doing this involved in a lot of different networking groups mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. This has, first of all, been the most fun oh, group of all of them. Um, and I'm in two different mm-hmm. groups. Yes. I'm in the Calabasas group and I'm in the Trust in Estates group. Yes. Um, so first of all, it's been the most fun. Like I actually look forward to my meetings. I almost feel guilty. I feel like I'm going to a social event and not oh, a work event. Sure. The people that I have met mm-hmm. are unbelievable. And actually of all my networking groups, I've also been my greatest sources of referral because I think we've gotten to know each sure. other. Sure, absolutely. This these experiences. And so, you know, I, I will tell you, I constantly am talking about Echelon and telling Thank people you. that it's an incredible organization and you yes. have done an amazing job of, you know, creating something that I think is unique in this area. Yeah. So, Thank you. I, yeah. I really appreciate that. And, and it's purposeful and that's yeah. kind of, again, back into where I am and, and my partners are it, it this is purposeful it's not yeah. it's not about um walking out with our hands out it's walking out with our hearts out yeah and that is vital to our mission in creating that environment well, so i appreciate that is that. the experience that i'm having Good. so i appreciate it and we also you know in our trust and estate one especially we also do a lot of masterminding where it's yeah. really working with each other to to help each other by bringing what we bring to the table and collaboratively working in our yes. different fields. Or, you know, last month they um, somebody was brought in to talk about something that I never would have had any exposure to that was really interesting that I actually have a client that it might work for that's just something that never would have been on my radar. Right, right. It was I was at that meeting and yeah. it was very inspiring. Yeah. Because it it did create sparks. 
And that's yeah. that's what's worth it. Yeah. That's what makes it. Uh, you, you walk away going, aha, right? You know, this could be a solution. And yeah, oh, it's wonderful. And that's also why you know I part of why I have so many degrees, which I know is funny, but I Oops. love learning. I'm mm-hmm. curious about all these things. And so Echelon has not just been about me networking. Mm-hmm. I've learned so much about these different areas. And mm-hmm. that's what's really fun about right. it too. Right. Well, thank you for that. Again, I appreciate that. And thank you so much for being here today. Thank it's been you. great. I love getting thank to know you. you. Well, and I thank you for it. making it easy. Jerry knows I was very, very, very nervous oh. about this. Like, beyond nervous and you made this really easy so thank you well thank you I appreciate it and we'll talk soon okay presented by Echelon Business Development more than just networking way more